Hello and welcome to the Beautifully Imperfect podcast, where we're all coming as we are, learning to grow in the process with Jesus. I am one of your hosts, Nicole Jacobsmeyer. And I'm Emily Vermillion. On here, we're going to talk about how to walk with faith and joy through all that life brings. So grab a chair because you're all invited. You're listening to episode number 11 of the Beautifully Imperfect podcast. Welcome, friends. Today, we want to bring you five tips for keeping sane while walking through an overwhelming season. Mm -hmm. It's very safe to say that we have all walked through these kinds of times where we feel overwhelmed, uh, lonely, challenged, wonderful, everything in between with kids (laughs) and jobs and life and spouse and all the things. And so we kind of wanted to just share what we walk through and how we tend to keep sane (laughs) during these crazy times. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We tend and try to keep sane. But um, so we kind of broke it down. We thought it'd be easiest if we just did like five tips. So um, we're going to jump into the first tip to staying sane in this overwhelming time or season that you may be in. So the first thing is keeping a schedule and you know, want want. I feel like that's not like the biggest thing, but yeah. <laughs> guys, it's like, it is very important. It helps with alone time. And I'll tell you why, because routines keep us from getting like super imbalanced and it's easy. Um, when there is like a lot of disarray or just a stressful time that you may be walking through to get, you know, kind of disorganized and overwhelmed just with your day-to-day stuff. So having like a schedule to your day, a a flow that it takes, um, having that structure is super important and can help you so much in just handling the things that you have to do, your main responsibilities that don't really change day-to-day. And it helps you to like see where you have dead time, so to speak. So you can really work in that alone time or uh, catching up with a friend, reading your favorite book, having that time to decompress. Um, And as an introvert, that is like the key to my life. Much needed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know. I feel like for me personally, we always try to stick with a schedule and routine. I just, Mm -hmm. I think it helps so much with the kids too. Oh yeah. And just knowing what to expect for the week. And especially since Andrew's gone a lot in the season of life, it's it's nice to look forward to things, have like a mm-hmm. calendar that has all of our events for the week and times that everybody has something. And I think things that are planned out just helps keep me in a really good rhythm and yeah. the kids know what to expect. And then like you were saying, even for alone time, it's like if I even have from like eight to nine, I'm reading a specific book or I'm watching Mm -hmm. a show or I'm having a glass of wine, whatever it is that I'm looking forward to for that one hour. It's nice. It it even helps me kind of get through the day because the littlest things sometimes really do make the biggest difference. Oh yeah, I totally agree. And I, like you said, I found that structure for the children is key to having them be better listeners and um, it gives them a sense of control because they kind of know what's coming next, which is really good for their like rapidly growing minds and all their big emotions, (laughs) um, keeping us all kind of in a a good rhythm, knowing how our day is going to go. It helps. And like you said, it helps me get through the day because I know like the times that are going to be slower. I'm looking forward to those or just right. being able to just see it and picture what my day is going to look like. And it really helps me have a, a much more positive attitude. It's not foolproof, but I mean, having that structure, that set in stone type of, you know, flow to your day, it makes a 
big change. Um, and when, especially when you're going through something stressful or just a busy season. Oh yeah. So tip number one, folks, yep. <laughs> just get a schedule. Sane. Make that schedule. <laughs> <laughs> um, number two is being with other women in real life. So mm-hmm. we all love talking on the phone or FaceTime or texting or whatever, but making that time to physically spend time in the same room, in the same park with your kids, doing life together is just huge because we are yep. made for this community and talking face to face and having a connection and it builds positive emotions and release healthy hormones. And it's easy to get overwhelmed with just feeling isolated and lonely. And it's just so needed to have people, especially as a stay at home mom, I think having connections and people outside of the home, especially even for your mental health, it's a big deal to oh, yeah. just be with people, know that you're not alone and that you're not isolated and that you have people to walk through life with. Exactly. Because being physically together, um, there's just so, there's so much around that. It's, there's even studies that have been cited to show just like physical touch, whether it's giving each other a hug or, um, you know, holding a hand or just sitting close to someone, having that, um, physical touch reduces, uh, conflict, interpersonal conflict. It helps increase mental acuity. And that's simply just from like, physically like getting a hug from somebody. And then there's been tons of studies from smiling and just the effects that smiling physically does for you. Um, It releases endorphins and dopamine, serotonin, and those immediately improve your mood, help you feel lighter and more jovial. It's even been shown in studies that smiling helps reduce physical pain, um, which is really cool. It's like a pain management thing. So smiles are, um, they're controlled by the cingulate cortex in your brain, which is an unconscious automatic response area of your brain. So smiles, when they say smiles are contagious, it is very actual, it's like proven, scientific, it's pretty literal. Um, When someone sees you smile, they have to consciously think not to smile, which takes more energy. So more like you smile at someone, they're going to smile back. And so having that like physical interaction is super important because sitting there talking to a friend, you know, obviously talking on the phone is great when you don't have a choice to get together, but being physically like in the same space with someone else and having that community is like, it's so life-giving. So, so life-giving. And isn't there a verse that says a cheerful heart is good medicine Yes, to the bones or something uh-huh. like that? Yeah. I mean, I didn't write that down, but <laughs> yeah, it's along those lines, but yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's yeah. true. And I it do is. think social media is a wonderful thing. And like we said, FaceTiming, texting, all those things, but walking through life and having friends to come alongside of you that have walked similar things or are just moms with you or whatever, just doing life with your besties and family Mm -hmm. and just people that understand so that you're not alone all the time. Yes, exactly. So get together, friends. Yeah. (laughs) Get in person. Um, Number three is releasing energy through different avenues. So this is like, we all have this like 90, they say 95, this blows my mind every time I say it, but 95% of our day is completely repetitive from the day before. Even even they say not like 90% of your thoughts are exactly the same from the day before. 
That is that's, insane. That's really sad. Think about how sad that is. So, um, is, yeah, I know. So like, it's super important. Like if you want to make a change or feel better or just have a more full life, you have to expend energy. So like thinking about different ways to do this, you could, you know, get your kids into Awana, go work out, join a Bible um, study club or a book club, enrolling in a course for something that you just have genuine interest in. I just love to learn. I enroll in courses all the time because <laughs> um, it's fun, but using, your brain in different capacities to help the different areas of our brain connect um, really enables us the ability to manage and process stress much more effectively because you're using different parts of your brain and you're making those bridges connect and your brain kind of works like if you don't use it, you lose it kind of. So having the different hemispheres of your brain, it kind of sounds really sciencey, but when they're connecting, um, in different ways, it really makes you handle so much more going on in your life. You're, you feel more capable, you're more excited, um, and you have the chance to like express your feelings and compliment things that are natural to you, like your natural skills and abilities. So if you're, you know, expending energy in different ways, it's really helping you have a much more healthier, like overall outlook and management of your stress basically. So you've got to push yourself to flourish in different ways. Right. And that's really hard as a mom, I think. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Especially a stay at home mom and you're not, you know, at a job and you're not using other giftings Mm -hmm. and talents and your brain and, you know, meetings and having coworkers and all the dynamics of being at a job. And like you said, doing the same thing and thinking the same thing, (laughs) having the same life over and over again. Uh So, I think it gets it gets really hard or boring or that's when you start yep. to feel isolated. And so exactly. that's why Emily and I kind of wanted to talk about these things because how often are we stressed out or in a rut mm-hmm. uh, yeah. or feeling isolated like all yep. the time? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's why I wanted to bring these things. So I think for me specifically, if we want to talk about, you know, practical things, um, I had signed up Nate and I for mommy and me classes and mm-hmm. and so that was really a huge thing I think for us while Wesley and Reed, my older boys, yeah, preschool, and then I signed the older boys up for sports. They each got to pick a sport. You know, even doing this podcast or going mm-hmm. to the YMCA and working out, taking a class there. We both, Emily and I, both signed up for like a writing book, a writing group that mm-hmm. helps kind of advance different skills. So y- you have to just find those things. I feel like in each season of your life, and there's busier seasons. There's seasons where you're a little, you know, you have a little more time on your hands and you can take yeah. in more, but you got to have something for yourself, you kid, like just something. Oh, you do. I totally agree. And yeah, I mean, I recently just got, um, certi- like a certification in life coaching, which is fun. And it was so life giving. Cause I was like, just, it was just something I was interested in. I worked on it. I accomplished it. And it like gave me like a new pep in my step. And then, you know, I'm always, well, I, this is so hilarious, but I've been learning French for four years now, <laughs> Oh my gosh! but I've been self doing it like through uh, this like self-taught program, but like just doing whatever. I mean, yeah. it could be anything sitting down to paint, sitting down to draw. I mean, getting a group of friends together and having like a standing play day or book club get together, whatever you want to call it. I mean, just, you can work these things into your life it, and it's important too, because it's going to it, it takes it sometimes we don't want to do things because we're like oh I can't handle one more thing on my plate or right. I don't want to spend energy doing that but to 
the payout is so much better to expend a little bit of energy, but to get so much energy and just the, just the life giving feeling that you get from, from doing this. It's super important and you, you've got to make that extra effort. I can't believe you did the French that you're doing that. Oh my gosh. It is so much fun. I'm like, I would I love, love to speak it. another language. I know. This has been my life goal. Like, I want to be straight up fluent oh in gosh. a second language. <laughs> I want to be a fluent like so I've been so working. Many. I even, you know when you're like in a in an elevator or you're at like a nail salon or you like bump uh-huh. somebody and you just like hear all these different languages and yeah. I just want like an app that I can just turn on really I know. Like, what are they saying? <laughs> what are they saying? <laughs> oh, man. I'll stick with podcasting. <laughs> I know it's kind of like another language. We had to learn a lot. (laughs) Oh my goodness. All right. Moving on to tip number four is focused thought. So what do I mean by this? Um, It's basically taking a a time to think and be present. So you can, you could apply this to reciting or memorizing scripture, um, being quiet and still and praying. Uh, there's a method called the four square breathing method to get focused. And I really like this. I just learned it. It's basically if you picture a square in your mind and you breathe in and you hold it for four seconds, you breathe out and you, and you breathe out for four seconds, then you breathe in for four seconds, hold it for four seconds, breathe out for four seconds. And you just kind of like think about that as a square. And basically what it does is just getting you focused and calm down and present. So I've actually been having to use this lately just right. because I'm, I'm, like, do over, I'm, yeah. right now. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I need to, I'm about to lose my mind on my kids. I need to pause. Four um, square breathing. Go. Yeah. Four square breathing. So it's really just about being present and which is very hard, but it's very critical to like experiencing joy and breaking the cycle of like negative thoughts or feelings. Um, we have to get outside of the expectations that we're putting on ourselves and it helps us to just have that focused time to just think and have foster an attitude of thankfulness and wonder. And it sounds kind of cheesy, but when we can like still our minds and focus on our, like focus our hearts and what's going on in the present moment, and we can just be there and having that time to focus and get your thoughts together, breathe, pray, whatever it is, it helps you to have more of a grounding attitude, which helps you have more of a an attitude of gratitude. Um, And that helps us because when we're coming from a place of thankfulness and where we can like sit back and think and be present in our day-to-day life and think about the good things, I mean, it really does turn around what can feel like just purely chaotic or kind of crazy time and help us recognize the beauty that's happening around us and to overcome those parts of our day that just feel so draining or so overwhelming. So I do this a lot. I mean, I try to have focused thoughts multiple times throughout my day. And I, you know, I try to start my day with prayer. I use the four square breathe method when I need to. Um, Sometimes when I'm just sitting with my kids, you know, I put my phone away, my computer shut, you know, and just like literally my whole goal is to be present, look at their faces, look at their little hands, like remember what is going on and how I feel in that moment. And if you, you know, don't have kids yet, you can easily do this at work too. I mean, 
even if your work is a very high stress job or whatever, you can take a moment to sit at your desk and or sit at lunch and think about all that it's teaching you, all that it's making you understand about yourself more and uh, how it's paying your bills or meeting these, getting you to the next level of this goal you're trying to reach. I mean, taking those moments to just have focused thought on what's going on, how you're feeling, what you're thinking is very, very helpful in getting you through any time in life really, but especially during those crazy times. I would say I'm absolutely horrible at that. Yeah. I've had to really practice it. I'm not good at it. It's not natural to me to do it either. And I've always been so on the go in life, Uh always filling my plate way too high. But, and I don't want this to sound like poor me pity party, but cancer did really make me slow Mm -hmm. down. Oh, I'm sure. I feel like my priorities have completely shifted because I do see the importance of rest and just the seriousness of being a mom. Oh yeah. And not just adding everything to my plate and just going about life and, Mm -hmm. but being very intentional and I don't know. I just feel like life is a completely different ball game for me now. And oh, yeah. focusing on what matters, like Emily was saying, is just huge. And choosing joy despite the crap and being mm-hmm. mindful of my attitude always plays a huge part into my overall well-being. But I definitely can do better at this whole four square breathing. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I know. never do that. <laughs> no, I don't either. And I've really had to do that too. And I like what you said about that because whether you're a mom or you have an important job or you're just getting, getting out of school and you're trying to figure out what your job is or what you're going to do, like to slow down and really take that in and yeah, realize the seriousness of what you're doing and take some parts of your life pretty seriously because it matters what you're spending the majority of your time doing, whether it's working, whether it's being a mom, a wife, you know, a sister, whatever is going on. Um, and taking that seriously. I'm actually reading this book my mom got me for Christmas. It's called Christian Meditation. It's actually written by this monk who, he's a Christian, and he went on to become um, actually a psychologist, I believe, psychiatrist or psychologist. I can't remember now. But anyways, he wrote this, he wrote this entire book called Christian Meditation, and it's about the practice of being still, kind of like that focused thought, four square breathing method. But it's all about the practice of being still and focused on who we are and God within us. And we can easily walk around our day. And well, I know I can, I won't speak for everyone. I can easily walk around my day and really not like be aware, like the Holy Spirit is within me, like Mm -hmm. God is in me (laughs) and what that means and the gift of God and just the creation of who we are and the purpose that we're here for. And in time of constant interaction and instant gratification, this world that we're living in, it's hard to be still and to wait and to rest and to be patient. And so having this continued pulse of consumption really perpetuates our stress hormones and our moments of chaos. It amplifies, like I feel everything, it amplifies everything that we're feeling and going through because it's just like, bam, bam, bam. I mean, everything's in our face, all the comparison, all the judgment, all the things that are just a part of our day-to-day life now. It's just hard to really be focused on wow, God's within me. What does that mean? Who am I? You know, what is he trying to get me to see that I'm just not seeing because I'm too dang busy or too dang stressed. And, you know, it's like, we just, we have to learn to be mindful of our environment, what God has in front of us 
and all of that stuff. Because if we're not focused on that, then we're living a life for literally no reason, like no purpose. I mean, if our focus isn't Christ and what's what he's working through us, we can get lost very easily. And so it does, it takes energy. It takes energy to be focused and be intentional. So and our mind and our words bring so much life or so much damage to oh, ourselves yeah. and others. And mm-hmm. like Proverbs eighteen twenty one, the tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruits. Mm-hmm. And I know for me personally, it's extremely difficult when I'm depressed. And like we said in our mental health episode, sometimes we have to get help and that's okay. But whether you're dealing with a mental health issue or not, staying in the word and being mindful of what goes in your mind and out of your mouth is extremely important because I, I mean, well, because a lot of reasons, but I know for me, I have been very much on the go. Like I said, filling my plate for a a very Mm -hmm. long time. And sometimes it's because I, it's my fault. Like I add all these things. Sometimes it's just life and we all have seasons like that, but I get so stressed out. And then I wonder why I have anxiety or I, you know, I wonder why I let my mouth run off when I'm Mm -hmm. so exhausted or going through so much or whatever. Like we, you have to be, I think it, honestly, I think it comes down to discipline. Oh yeah. You know, like it's, it's all about your, we can say it's about mindfulness and focus and breathing and all that, but it really comes down to being disciplined and obedient in Christ. Mm -hmm. And fixing our eyes on Jesus, being slow to anger and quick to listen. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. Post that on my mirror or something. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Me too. Because it is true. I mean, it takes effort. It's easy to just let our flesh run and what we think, we just let let our thoughts think that, what we say, we just don't filter ourselves at all. And that's really not at all bringing glory to God when we are not like living with him within us. And when you think about that, like everything I say, everything I think is a reflection of God and no, we're not perfect. And this isn't to pass, like make you feel guilty or bad or any of that. I think it's just to point out that it's, it's hard. It's hard to like take the extra steps it takes, but it's necessary to live more aware. And when you're more aware, you're more present. When you're more present, you can be more joyful and be consumed with what's happening in in front of you rather than being worried about things or hurts from the past or what you don't have and what you want in the future. It just helps you be present and be focused on, um, what God has in front of you and where, where you need to be mentally and, you know, physically. So Jesus is our sustenance. He is always enough. And when we can really live our day with that at the forefront of our mind and understanding that he is within us, I think we can just be a lot more grounded and feel a lot more better about our situation, no matter what it is. Yep. And a lot more thankful too. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you're seeing what God has done and is doing yeah. in every moment. So exactly. Um, last one, number five, is time away from normal daily life. So this means taking the time to walk away from the pressures, learning how to say no, learning mm-hmm. to rest, learning to take breaks, um, saying yes when it actually matters, and just being mindful yep. of our time. And I think. I started learning this when I started sports like in a serious 
stage, not just like, oh, go play sports, but yeah, being very serious in it and then moving on to college sports. And I feel like my priorities back then, you know, years and years ago, it was always the sport I was playing. So it was Mm -hmm. all my life, my priorities, everything, my time schedule routine, everything revolved around volleyball, it's practices, it's games, it's traveling, everything, the eating, the lifting, the, all that. And I know it's completely different now because now it's, now it's kids. And so my whole life revolves around kids and my family. And Mm -hmm. I had to learn to say no and rest and walk away and not to go, you know, super deep here, but last year was all about that for me. Yeah. Learning to say no gave me so much more peace and it gave me so much more time doing things that I loved then. Yeah. It became easier so that when I did walk away from things that brought stress or drama, I realized how freeing it was. I don't know. It's just like resting where you're at has been huge for me. Oh yeah. yeah, that totally speaks to me and and I think a lot of us deal with searching for that contentment and searching for that restfulness because yeah. we feel so restless just because of all of the pressures that we have, uh, all of the different hats that we wear, being inundated with everything else that everyone else is doing all the time. Yeah. And it just makes us restless. And so you're exactly right, being being okay with where we're at and being focused on that and not getting caught up in things that truly are not benefiting us. And that's kind of hard to see. And just like you said, learning to say yes or no to things is very, is a very important tool because you can just be saying yes to things that really you shouldn't be saying yes to. You're just doing it out of obligation or out of feeling the need to because of other reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Expectations. So we have to take take the time to step away and really ground ourselves in um, with what we value and take a moment to let the rest of all of our responsibilities and pressures not dictate our day. So yes, taking these breaks are important. Being focused on what matters, very important. Um, We need to take care of ourselves and be mindful of what boundaries we have and areas that we need to work on to make our lives move forward. And a lot of these things, because that was five and so we finished it, but a lot of these things, it just, like Emily noted, it takes so much energy to even even think, how am I going to get through this season and stay sane? You have to be intentional. Yes. So let's all do that together. (laughs) Yes. Let's work (laughs) through it together. Because I know I need to work on it too. Yes, me too. Oh man. Okay. Now it is time for the raise your hand segment. So (laughs) this is so awful. Raise your (laughs) hand if one of your kids gets horrible bloody noses that are just awful. I mean, I am talking not just like, oh, a little drip. I'm talking the kind where you are sleeping in the middle of the night and all of a sudden your child is standing there with their hands over their face (laughs) and it's dark and it's like blood everywhere, all over their hands, all over their nose. And it's oh like a goodness. horror movie. Oh my gosh. Knock on wood. I can honestly say that it does not happen to my kids yet. I know my brother, it used to be that it way for my brother. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. It Two would of look my three. Oh my goodness. so scary. I, I so would bad. always be like crying. Like, is he okay? Mom's like, he's fine. He's fine. Yep. Yeah. They're scary. No, I can't. Oh, freaky. Mm-mm. 
totally oh. freaky. <laughs> All boys um, here. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, that's it for today's episode. So don't forget to subscribe, uh, like us, leave a review, comment, share this podcast. We would love that. It means so much to us. Um, and yeah, we just love you so much and we appreciate you guys. Yes. And with that, know that you are loved, seen, and beautifully and perfect. Bye everyone. Bye.